South Austin, Texas. The plains of West Texas. And Marlboro, Massachusetts. It's the Get Your Guys Fantasy Football Podcast. Yeah. Off-season, laid-back edition. We're going through the conferences, baby. Mm-hmm, the divisions. Like, the divisions. Conferences, yeah, divisions. And conferences. And the, yeah, yeah. Within conferences. Within conferences, there you go. We travel the galaxies and the planets within. You know it's them boys here. We got the trio for right now. We'll see if a, if a tag team partner decides to jump in but for right now we got the titular or not the titular man on this one that's the other mm-hmm. that's the other show oh shit <laughs> we got mr jared short up there in boston massachusetts a little bit lower on the body a bit <laughs> and then in west texas the host the man jason dominguez what's up buddies yes yes yeah, we're doing well pat appreciate it uh the gut is there? The gut mm-hmm. was out. Both you guys were out last week, but you're back this week. We were, uh, yes, double guess, duty this week. Yes, really, sir. you guys doing another another uh, short reviews this week too? Yep. M- movie um, music may moves on. Music oh. may, yeah. Movie music may. Movie soundtrack music may, may. moves. Maybe yeah. we should have waited till September to do soundtrack September with you know the whole S. <laughs> it's a little late now. Well, you know Top Gun was coming out this month, so that's true. Yeah, synergy. Yeah. Anyways, this is one. This is a football podcast, a fantasy football podcast. At to that. get your guy fantasy football podcast. Yes, yes, sir. Uh, we are missing. Uh, Trey had to drop out. He's taking care of business at the moment, and P Man is trying to get his internet up and working, so he'll probably pop in here at some point, though. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, was trimming the hedges and trimmed his internet line. It sounded like. Yeah, somebody cut the line. Uh, Sabotage. Espionage going on. Yeah, probably like a kitty cat turf wars over there because he's got his <laughs> cats, you know, and I'm sure they're like, fuck these assholes, you know. It's like uh, Heathcliff over there. I don't know cats hated internet. Well, no, no, no. It's it's the rival cats from down the way, the building over, you know, they came over and they're like, these cats live here. They were fucking with me last time I walked by here. Fuck them. <laughs> Cut that wire, man. Now and then that, that way the, the owners blame their own pet. You know, they frame them in a sense. <laughs> These cats, man, they're smart. Dude. These are some wily little fucks. Man. Price is wrong, like, bitch. You do make him sound like a Heathcliff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, P-Man knows, uh, nobody knows cats better here than Price, so we'll let him kind of touch up, touch more on some cat business later. But today, we are covering the NFC East. We covered the AFC East last week. Uh, so for those of you who are interested in them, Jets, Patriots, Bills, and such, uh, go ahead and get that one. But NFC East today, uh, we're touching with your 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 boys here today, Pat the Cowboys. Uh, mm-hmm. Try to re- recap really all the moves that have kind of happened, so so that everybody bring up or the just, internet as the internet likes to call them, dim boys, Jason, dim boys. Is that where they're back to, dim boys? Yeah, uh, no, well, yeah, internet's been with dim boys for for a while now. Yeah, I was gonna say that's not new, right? Uh, no, I mean, no, uh, no, 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 no. They stole uh, that from dim things. It used to be those little spinnies on the rims, right? <laughs> that's what I was. <laughs> that's taking it back like 15 years right there <laughs> it's spinning, it's spinning. <laughs> the yeah. things right Shit, more than that now 20 almost. oh yeah it's like 20 <laughs> god yeah well we got the commanders the giants and the eagles who are really kind of uh as trey would say green arrows pointing up with those eagles over oh. there man gab here Definitely wants to touch on them, though. Uh, uh, I didn't get to touch, uh, ask you guys about your draft. Uh, Jared, how are you looking at your guys now after a couple of weeks have passed since the draft for the Bears? Oh, well, yeah. Doing I good? Mean, the, you like them? No, well, yeah. I mean, as far as fantasy is concerned, it, they didn't really do much. Um, but, you know, building a team, yeah, I'm fine with how they drafted. Uh, Internet hate, hates what they did. You know. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, 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 <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, but I mean, I I understand what I mean. Uh, the GM was just going basic new GM, and he was just basically going uh, best player available instead of need. 
because there are needs all over the goddamn place. Uh, but he just didn't uh, suit the needs of fantasy owners or people who want them to draft receivers for Justin Fields or a guard or a tackle for Justin Fields. So anyway, uh, yeah, they got one guy, uh, Valus uh, Jones, who is maybe worth the fifth round pick in a rookie you know, draft. That's hmm. about it. All right, we'll be covering them Bears uh, in a few weeks whenever we go to the NFC North, go a little deeper into them. We'll let you expand there a little bit more on them. But uh, are there any news and notes maybe we should cut into before we get into these teams? I, I don't know if uh, any anything relevant was popping up lately in the NFL. Uh, hmm. Jay, can you uh, turn up for me just a notch? Yeah. A little bit low. I think I'm a little bit hot. I'm going to turn down just a bit. Um, news and notes. I I don't know. A pretty quiet week, I would say. Yeah. Overall. Yeah. I mean, otherwise, I guess we didn't cover. Kay Adams left. Good morning football. Oh yeah, that was a big deal. If you're a good yeah. morning football watcher. Not sure how that's going to affect my fantasy team, but Jarvis. <laughs> well, she got, was the fantasy expert on the show, Jason. Though, and I did true. like her the most there, as far as so, fantasy. There you go. There you go. And but, she got she got more bronze as the show went oh on. Oh my god! At the, at the end, I was like, I and I love her to death, but I was like, she is. I didn't. Very, I didn't she like, is mocha. I didn't like the bronze. She's and actually, prepping. she just yeah. She actually just had an episode like last week talking about how bad her old makeup looked when they were like bringing <laughs> up old pictures of her. I'm like, no, girl, you got it backwards. <laughs> Anyways, three three men uh, commenting on. Uh, K. Adams makeup probably not the greatest road we want to go down. So, well, let me we'll comment on Jarvis <laughs> Jarvis Landry joining the Saints. So at least that kind oh, of Mister did do that. You know, after we just got Michael Thomas coming back, uh, Mister Alave, uh, P. Man's rookie, who's joining them, and mm-hmm. uh, now Jarvis Landry joining with Jameis Winston. You've got Kamara there still. So I mean, is Jameis? Mm-hmm. Are you starting to believe that maybe he could put up some fantasy points? Or are you still scared? Uh, Redraft. No, I mean, right, right. Redraft. Uh, single quarterback. He's going to be. One of the last quarterbacks taken if for a backup. Um, so you're saying you can get him cheap? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can get him for, uh, you know, last couple of rounds. Would you? the last round. Yeah, depending on my roster setup. Uh, actually, I just did a mock draft super flex where I, I was about to buy him for my, lat, for my third quarterback for a dollar, but uh, ended up going with, Daniel Jones instead, just you know, for an upside. Daniel Jones over Jameis? No, yeah, the only. I mean, we can get into Daniel, sure, Daniel we're Jones talk in a about little him. bit, yeah. But uh, oh yeah, oh yeah, it's a mock. I, I'll just <laughs> you're just mock. Okay, don't hold you, don't hold your feet to the fire. I'm just a, a mock. Just, we're talking about practice. We're talking about mock. Yeah. Playing out yeah. the scenarios. <laughs> All right, well, let's get into this first team then. Commanders. The Commanders. Here we go. We are Commanders. All right. We don't really have a a coaching change at the top here. We've got Mr. Ron Rivera still running the show there. He's uh, had his ups and downs at quarterback. He thought Fitzpatrick last year, then Fitz got injured. Uh, Then he brought in the Heineke. Then now they've got Carson Wentz uh, at quarterback, Jared. But they did draft Mm -hmm. Mr. Sam Howell, uh, quarterback out of North Carolina. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's just one Carson Wentz redraft. Uh, let's say super flex because I don't think anybody's going to put him in the top 12, but is he somebody you at least uh, might target at least, or is it something where you see the rookie could eventually take over? Hello? Um, I don't see the rookie taking over. I mean, oh, shit. <laughs> no, not really because Sam Hall sucks. Honestly, like I never, I never liked this game even when everyone thought he was going to be the number one prospect this year. I, I never really saw it last year. And then it kind of showed itself even more this year. And Taking I was going to, and I was going to, right. Round. Yeah. yeah. And then I was going to say, well, maybe unless they're out of it at the end of the year, but I mean, honestly with this division, no team's really going to be out of it too much. 
you probably figure that front seven's going to keep them in enough. They got enough weapons around where they should probably be hanging around most of the year. So even if, you know, how starts towards the end of the year, I mean, are you really going to pick them up if you're in, in contention? You know, probably not, probably Car- not. him, but him coming in might uh, affect your ranking on Carson. Carson Wentz, Wentz, though, yeah, you know, is really it is. It, do you think he can survive a whole season? I guess though. So, yeah, Pat, yeah, uh, I think he the, can. That's though. the real the, question there. The receivers that Carson Wentz is going to be thrown to, he's, everybody knows scary Terry McLaurin, but many people are forgetting that Curtis Samuel is still there and they just drafted a rookie wide receiver in the first round from Penn State, Mr. Jahan Dotson. Mm-hmm. Uh, so those are going to be the folks that Carson's thrown to. Are you a believer in this Carson or even in a super flex, you'd stay away from Carson? Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, like we said earlier, the injury thing with Carson is always a concern. He was able to stay upright for most of the year, uh, except where he had like a thumb thing, I guess, in the middle of the season or something like that. But um I would figure him to be a, in a you know super flex QB two type type of guy, um, in the Daniel Jones, you know type of range. Um, you know, well, give him a little more respect. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I don't know with this offense. I don't know what I'm getting out of these receivers yet. I don't know if him and you know you, you expect McLaurin to be better this mm-hmm. year with more consistency, but Heineke was able to push you know, the ball downfield uh, somewhat. Um, but well, you just, I'll give, I'll give Wentz more credit than Heineke. Right. I, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, I mean, yeah, for sure. But I don't know how much more I give him. <laughs> you know, it's just, we haven't seen good Carson, Carson Wentz in a while. Um, last year really wasn't Fair it. Enough. He was, you know, so, you know, it's just been, it's just been a while. <laughs> it's, it's a, this is a real show me, uh, you know, I'll, I'll believe it when I see it type of situation well, here. Let me add one more layer for you, though, because I'm sure both of you guys probably remember when Ron Rivera was coaching for the Panthers. And he mentioned, right, like back in the day when he had his two running backs, who were his guys? He had what, Jonathan Stewart and uh, who was uh, the other Damian guy? Who, uh, Williams. Uh, Williams, I don't know, or the first uh, name. No, no, D'Angelo. D'Angelo Williams, yeah. Well, eventually it's the Steelers and had that crazy year that one year, right? But 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 yeah. those two running backs at the Panthers, uh, Ron Rivera kind of mentioned, you know, he's hoping to maybe get that because, uh, Pat, they did draft uh, a running back in the third mm-hmm. round, which is still one of the top running backs, Mr. Brian Robinson, Alabama. Alabama, a uh, big guy. Uh, we right. all know that Antonio Gibson's got that good speed, though, too. I mean, so now let's add that layer into here with Carson Wentz, McLaurin, Curtis Samuel, and such. Now we've got Antonio Gibson, Brian Robinson. That's if he saying. runs the one-two, like this, uh, Carson Wentz may uh, be at least top 20. Uh, at the moment, I'm not sure I could say he's top 20, because yeah. I, I, but uh, he's flirting at least. He he was he's probably in about the fifteen to twenty range, I would say. You know, um, uh, may, maybe maybe that's high for fifteen, but yeah, you know, eighteen to twenty four range, if you would say something like you know, ju- you know, a solid super flex, you know, play for your second quarterback, um, but certainly not somebody that. I don't know if he's a get your guy for twenty two, you know, in my, in my book. <laughs> I don't know if I'm does. if I'm trading capital or, or or commodities to to go get him. No, yeah, I would say he's probably right around the twenty four. So like right at that, you know, quarterback two, quarterback three line where mm-hmm. you know he's a he's a low end two, but a very high end three um, is where I would say he is. Um, but. Uh, yeah, it's the weapons, man. I think the the weapons and the the rest of the team is going to keep them keep them in it. Um, I don't think they're going to have to turn to hell unless he gets injured. What was I their overall? Think- sorry, Jay. What was their overall offense last year um, in general? I mean, they were bottom of the league, right, in terms of points per game and all that. Yeah, they type just of, had you know, uh, Terry McLaurin, who himself was inconsistent, just depending as Heineke yeah. went, then the team went. Heineke would throw interceptions, mm. create bad position for them. Uh, uh, the, Gibson, you know, was doing well uh, after the first four weeks, it seemed, uh, from that yeah. point moving, moving forward. But uh, that whole offense seemed very injured the whole fucking season, though. Like, if this yeah, offense Curtis came, never played, yeah. Yeah, Curtis didn't play. Gibson had a 
had a shin the whole season. Logan uh, Thomas uh, went out early. Logan Thomas was out. out. Um, you had, and he should be I, back. He should be back. Yeah. So, like, and so if you get a healthy Samuel, you know, so, I mean, he, we're all, all, I mean, I don't know I mean, why I assume this shit. But they, um, they may not have Jonathan Taylor or the that offensive line in Indy, but they've got a lot of other weapons than Indy. Yeah, it's true. We can't have our guys out there twisted ankles. Um, <laughs> so in a redraft, what are you guys taking a Mr. McLaurin? Um, is he a R and is he a R? Is he a, a wide receiver one for you, or is he you know is do you need to kind of see the chemistry with him and Wentz first? He's like a high end two for me, right? I think that's pretty accurate there. Yeah, the talent's so, enough there for for some big yeah. numbers. You just don't know the consistency with Wentz is my only concern there, right? So you know, you know, I I would assume he's going to have around eleven hundred, twelve hundred yards. You know, maybe five to seven touchdowns. Hopefully, somewhere in there. That's that's probably on the high end for the touchdowns, uh, but you, you, that might be on the low end of the yards if if everything goes well. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Wide receiver two, uh, somewhere in there. He's just a football player. All right, let's go to this next team here, the uh, New York Football Giants. But can the I just Giants say something? New York I'm sorry. The Packers of Green Bay. Yes, Jared. No, I was just gonna say about Dodson. Like, I'd say I think it's a good, I think it's a good play to pick up in Dynasty for next year. Mm. Uh, like, if you can get him this year, I think that uh, McLaurin might be hitting free agency next year. I think Dodson might be his replacement. That's yeah, all I yeah, say. and Brian Robinson's a great yeah. Dynasty pickup as well. Also, in the maybe in the second or third round. So. Okay. Okay. Do we like this Cole Turner fella, fifth round Nevada? Mm. Long shot. Maybe if uh, some people get hurt. No, don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> Ricky Seal no Jones gone. Clue. I have no clue about the tight ends from Nevada. Hey, you heard it from your boy, producer Pat. Watch out, Cole Turner. I will stack. I stack up backup running backs, but I refuse to stack mm-hmm. up backup yeah. tight ends, though. For sure. Yeah, there's not a lot of leads. Maybe because his last name was Trickle, you might have had me. Oh shit! There you go. Yeah. Speaking of uh, of uh, Tom Cruise movies, there we go. All right, the little giants. Here we go. The Giants of New York took on the Packers of Green Bay. All right, these New York Giants here, new head coach, new regime, new GM. Uh, these top two guys, Brian Dable, head coach, and the GM coming both from Buffalo Bills. Uh, with them, they bring in some new offensive coordinators, defensive coordinators. The offensive coordinator they bring in from the Chiefs, uh, the QB coach and passing coordinator. And they bring in the defensive coordinator, uh, Don Martindale, was a former Ravens defensive coordinator. So they're bringing Wink. in... Uh, wink yes excuse me yes that's right (laughs) yes so uh either way they're bringing in good talent at least from the coaching standpoint they were already uh brian dable coming from the bills we all know what josh allen has done since his progression from being brought into the league so they're coming to the giants now i think this was what jared was alluding to when he was pointing towards daniel jones Mm -hmm. so let's look at that qb uh they have daniel jones tyrod taylor do you believe daniel jones is top 20 uh going into redraft this year sparkles professional male model (laughs) no i don't believe he's top 20 um but you know i don't like i said he was my third quarterback taken um but like if you're if you just like throwing darts and like say you've already got a real safe quarterback for or you spent high on a quarterback that you feel good for the whole season you know, why throw a dart? Why, you know, draft your second quarterback that's also safe? Why not shoot for more upside? And uh, I think uh, he's got all the all the ingredients for high upsideness. Well, let's talk about those ingredients. <laughs> I, As, uh, yeah, so I guess we have good coaching coming in, at least from the Chiefs and the Bills. So that's very, very helpful. But what about the mm-hmm. wide receivers, the most expensive wide receiver room in the mm-hmm. NFL in 2022? They've got Mr. Galladay uh, still there. They've got Sterling Shepard, Kadarius Tony, who's had his little uh, didn't show up for some of the uh, voluntary 
uh, training to get the playbook. And then they drafted a wide receiver in the second round uh, out of Kentucky, Mr. Wandale Robinson. So those are his weapons, his things you speak of, or you talk about the running back room? No, no, I'm talking about the whole enchilada, man. We're talking all the ingredients. We're talking the head coach. We're talking the running backs. We're talking the wide receivers. Um, I mean, not really the tight ends, but I mean. Well, what is know. different this year, I guess? Uh, coaching. Yeah. Um, we're, we're just, I'm just, you know, hoping Dayball puts them in a better position um, and a better line play. And also just staying at all and better line play would lead to health. I mean, they, so, you know, hopefully they got it right on this draft um, with the tackle position, but um, yeah, we'll see. Well, I know P man. Are you there P? Yes, sir. Uh I'm here. Oh, well, there he is. There I, I, I know is. you've got some stacking, uh, some stock in Daniel Jones there. Are you uh, optimistic about this or are you still a little uncertain? Stoners are uh, calling and want to talk to us. Hi. Uh, yes, I am here. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's cautious optimism is what I would label it as. Um, been hurt before, you know. Uh, I had this guy on my dynasty team for three years now. We beyond a couple glimpses his rookie year, it's just been you know pain and heartache uh, layered one on top of the other. You know, a giant, giant uh, pain and heartache lasagna. It's all uh, all I've had to eat out of Daniel Jones kitchen in a while but it's uh it's that's the number three at olive garden isn't it exactly yeah, yeah. That's it's, the number it's, three it's not it, it doesn't get a good rating at uh in any of the new york <laughs> uh new york food food magazines but yeah, anyway it's, it's, it gets it's, it's, three stars exactly yeah i think the cleanliness is a d uh but for daniel but it's uh it's tough man i'm, I'm hoping and uh, i want this guy to be good but just when i was really i was about to cut bait you know i trade him for whatever I could, you know, just try and maximize whatever value he had. The day ball news comes through and it makes me think, oh, wow, we maybe maybe could have something here after all. So I figure I might as well <laughs> sit on it and see. Uh, but, yeah, well, I'm, I'm just the type to I'll, – I'll, I'll let that asset expire on the vine as opposed to, you know, giving it to somebody else and having them get the fruits of the labor. So I'm, I'm well, ready to see what happens, man. What do you well, think I mean, about – You would still take it. You would still – you know, accept some sort of offer, right? Like if it was good oh, enough. Of course. Like, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. If it's good enough, but like I don't, I basically don't want to ever sell low. Whenever I think that there's still a possibility right, yeah. that someone could, like, I've got Daniel Jones on my team. I've had Michael Thomas on my team for two years now, doing nothing. Like CMC, I'm just, I'm not willing you to just like, let these guys go for pennies. Whenever you know, if they do actually come good, then you know, I could be the one that's sitting there looking like a dumbass in the end. So. He's, you know, we kind of know who he is at this point, right? Yeah. He, I mean, it's, yeah. He's be... heard so much in such bad fucking positions the past couple of years. It, it's kind of, you, you want to see him with the good coach, with the good line. Yeah. One, you know, one time. That, I mean, that could be a double-edged sword to me, though. The yeah, good coach no. thing can be, yeah, no, do they, I do, are they trying to push him out? Tyrod is, you know, is who's the bridge quarterback to the, the next no, one until next yeah, year when they draft one, you know? Yeah. I mean, he's got one year to prove it to this. To yeah, this, this is the make or break it year exactly. for, for old Danny. Yeah. But does anybody no, here think we'll see the return of Galladay? No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, honestly, I was never. There's a lot more mouths to feel. I was never a big Galladay fan to begin with. Um, but. Uh, I mean, I don't think it's as bad as he, like, I think he, Okay, you know, when it's I was okay. walking, it's, it's, he was going for like a dollar. Like, he should go for more than a dollar probably. Maybe Who's like the number three dollars. Hmm? He's supposed to be the number one. He is the number one. He, okay, so, I mean, is he though? <laughs> yeah, I guess it's my question. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly yeah. he's listed as it, but. Sterling plays well with with Daniel Jones, but Sterling can't That's stay true. healthy. He can't, so. can't stay healthy either. <laughs> so then he's gone. And now you've got Tony and Wandell, you know, playing Spider Man meme with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so so then it comes. It seems like none of us believe maybe Galladay will return. What does anybody no. believe that we'll see the return of Saquon at least? Then, or you mm. think you're better than me? <laughs> It's hard for me to answer this. I got burned by him in two or mm-hmm. three leagues. It felt like all of my leagues last year, but I, th- I think it was only two. Um, 
I think people are well aware of my stance on Saquon. Yeah, I mean, I want to. Like, I love buying low in these situations. It's just really hard for me to double down, um, especially after, you know, you're, like, watching a game. You're like, oh, tight, man. Saquon, you know, you look, you know, kind of good there. You're like, no, nope, that's Booker. Mm. Adios, turd nuggets. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. For me, the... The Giants have really steadily been just heading in a downward spiral as an organization, like whether it be coaching, playmaking, whatever you want to call it, like they are just doing their best to try and look as much like the Jets as they can. Like they just want to look just like that other New York team. And frankly, I've, I've been, you know, I've, I've had my Barkley last year. I've had Jones over the last few years. I drafted Tony and Dynasty. I'm just sick of it, man. I'm not going to have any of these guys on any redraft leagues because I don't want to. I don't want guys off like the Jaguars or the Giants or these bottom of the barrel teams. The Seahawks, like they're going to be one of those teams this year, to where it's just going to be just really hard to have any faith in what you're going to get on a week in and week out basis. We saw it with Trevor Lawrence last year. A team can single handedly submarine a player. Yep. <laughs> well, Urban Red. Meyer can. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I, I feel like that, that that Jaguars team is going in that direction for a long time. I don't think Urban Meyer, you know, significantly steered them in the wrong direction. They were mm, already oh, going no, down the uh, toilet for many years. Well, I think he fell asleep at the wheel. I think, yeah, it, no, went, it, wasn't going, it wasn't going down a great road, but uh, he steered it off a cliff. No, yeah. But anyway, Barkley, uh, I will say that. I mean, he's going in the third round right now, so I will probably end up with at least one team with him on because I, I won't be able to pass up that value. <laughs> um, would you so, which, yeah, which which New York running back would you take, Barkley or Brees Hall? Brees Hall. Yeah, same here. And that's that, that's a guy who never who's never played one down in the NFL. But you can but both... you can but you can also get Brees Hall around later. I know my place oh, well, as a rookie. I, I, I would. Yeah, I would. That's, still that's take today. Him. That's not three months yeah, from now. Yeah. We'll, but side by side, wait, side by side, in whatever round, I'm just. I think I'd take the guy who hasn't missed seventy percent of the games no, in the no, last two no, years. Yeah. I mean, it would still probably be Breesaw. Like all all things equal, yeah, probably. I mean, also just because the um, I like the you know they're playing. They got the out so you know the outside zone and and uh, with the Jets and you know. If you if we're going back to day ball, you know, how much does he really like to run the fucking ball in the first place? Mm-hmm. Uh, but there is also he doesn't the, run day you, ball. You do get the receipt. The, I mean, you Barkley is all about the receiving kind of anyway in the mm-hmm. first place. So I'm, I don't know, I'm kind of talking myself out of it now. But uh, <laughs> hey, I, I'm old enough to remember when Barkley was taken number two in a dynasty startup, man. Like he was supposed mm-hmm. to be Jonathan Taylor, and then that Jonathan Taylor came though. along, and, and now he's Jonathan Taylor. So it's, yeah. I, was I don't know. One, I just, no? yeah, well, no, and I'm saying Barkley was, no, I think, I think I lost Barkley to Zeke. One. Yeah, no, I think lost to Zeke, and I think Barkley uh, went number two overall. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, which neither one of those look great now, but it's just, uh, hey, it's, time, it's crazy, man. Time. Yeah, time, time, time goes changes on, everything. On running backs, especially the short short shelf life. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. But, man, we expected multiple RB1 Whoa. years out of Saquon, and how many did he have? One, One. rookie year? That's it? That's, that's and, crazy. And CMC, like, after those first three years, everybody was like, mm-hmm. yeah, nobody's ever done this before. And you're like, well, like, it bound to end sooner or later than I guess. That's true. That's true. But but if CMC plays, say, 12 to 15 games, I, I consider him a pretty likely suspect to produce top 10 to top 5 numbers. I, I can see Saquon playing the majority of the games this year and not even being an RB2 outside the top 25 just because oh, no, that, 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 that offense, I think that offense is putrid. It has been for years. Like, I just don't know at what point, you know, that guy's still going to come back from two or three years after being his RB1 self and come back to that RB1 self. I'm just, I'm out on that narrative. Well, that you've also... Unsuccessful. I, I was just going to say, but I mean, he was what, nine months removed coming back? I mean, he was barely ready to go when he came back last year. Like, yeah, you know, and, then he, and then he rolls an ankle, man. It just happens every single well, time. No, this guy. I'm, just, I'm just saying, like, you know, He's you said Odell Beckham CMC, part two. I'm saying if he's healthy all year, I have no, there's no doubt in my mind. He, yeah, I could know, see him turning that. And a wide receiver, too. I mean, not oh, that, too. 
See, I could see him doing that David Johnson thing where David Johnson was the number one running back in football. Takes two years off, comes back, and he's like barely an RB2. It's like, well, wow, what happened? Well, if you don't play football, it's tough to maintain that level. Mm, that's that's what I'm worried Williams. about. Can, yeah, we, I mean, can, we, like, can we do board bets right now? Let's do <laughs> halftime hits. <laughs> let's get to these halftime hits, Jay. Hey, guys. Wonder joints. It's the halftime hits. NFC East. Why is Dallas in the NFC East? It geographically doesn't make sense. New Orleans should be in the East. New Orleans should be in the East. Tradition, tradition, tradition. Follow, you know, follow state lines. Follow geography, Mm -hmm. NFL. They, they followed the money. They went after the tradition of those yeah. old racist Well, I think y'all are lucky. Y'all got an easy route to that NFC East title every year. If you're yeah. in the NFC South, I don't know how many division titles y'all would have won over the last 10. Well, so. No, actually, it should, be the, uh, it should be the Falcons over there. It should be the Falcons. Yeah, yeah. But but either yeah. way, then then that would put the Cowboys in the South. Or the Bucks. That's mm-hmm. true. Either way, we're going to be doing some... Some over unders here on the season the season games for all four of these teams in the NFC East. I'm going to give you guys the over under current Vegas, and you guys let me know you going over under for at least victory, so that the fans at home get some context for how well you really do like these guys and girls. All right, the uh, these Commanders over unders at seven and a half. We're talking about Mister Wince and those weapons. Maybe even two running backs. P-Man, you like Commanders getting over seven and a half games this season. 17 games in a season, remember. That's going to be an under under for me. Uh, They took big steps back with their defense last year. I don't know if that was a trend or just a blip on the radar, but scared that their defense isn't all what it cracked up to be a couple years ago, and uh, Wentz has uh, made himself very apparent as to what he's got to offer. So I'm going under. Down. Jared. A push. Uh, they're gonna seven get, and a half? They're going to get seven and a half victories. <laughs> yes, they're going to tie gonna, two games. They're, they're going to tie, yeah. <laughs> but it would still be either seven or eight. You'd never, <laughs> you'd right, never have yeah. a half a victory. <laughs> Bullshit. They'll win half okay. a fucking game. I'm trying to avoid the uh, no, 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 okay, half no, yeah, okay, under, whatever. Come for your free reading. <laughs> Pat, where are you going? Seven and a half. Oh man, this one's a good one. I, I'm going to say under. I just, yeah, as I said, don't believe in wins. Uh, Rugal brought up a good overrated defense. A lot of people were talking about how you know how Redskins were going to be a top defense or something, or like because I think they were the previous year, but. Uh, yep, don't believe in either side of the ball for them. Yep, I agree. I'm going with the under here, uh, mostly because this division is probably the worst in the NFC, one, so they're going to take some losses against other foes. And then, two, I think the Cowboys and Eagles are probably tops here, so they're going to get beat up by them also. So, yeah, yep. under. We are the mighty, the mighty, the mighty, mighty commanders. This one is a little bit harder here. Uh, P-Man, these Giants, the line is seven. So you got to go over or under here on these Giants. Man, it's – I like I like a push on seven, but <laughs> yes, if I'm not pushing, then I'm going under. I just don't, don't see a whole lot of uh, – you know, I want Daniel Jones to be good, but I don't think he will be. I want them to stay healthy. I don't think they will. Somehow that training staff fucking leads to the most injuries. I don't know if it's the field or the staff or what, but Jets and Giants, man, they just can't stay out of that freaking training room. So under for me, but just barely, I'd probably push if I had that option. Pat? A lot of questions. They need to. Da- they need Daniel Jones to play to his potential. They need Saquon to not be Saquon and not get hurt and be the guy he was in the rookie season. They need Galladay to be a number one receiver. They don't really know who the number one receiver is. No more Evan Ingram. Who's, who are they throwing to at the tight end position? I don't like it. They're in straight rebuilding mode. I'm going to go like four wins for them under for sure. Yeah, 
that's yeah. the worst the, the tiebreaker for me would be the, with a boner. <laughs> the, the tiebreaker for me would be the coach Joe Judge really isn't making himself out to be someone that you know is a leader of men I don't really trust these Belichick, Belichick disciples he's so still there Joe Judge is, is out now oh shit they yanked him right my he's bad gone. my yes. bad y'all are yeah. right I forgot that was a that was a quick leash on him so we got the rookie coach so it's yes, better yes. but I don't know about that either. You know, it's uh, like like Pat said, too many questions, not enough answers in, well, in New York. Let me answer before Jared goes. Uh, Pat's quick question because we we actually did not touch on it. Who's he throwing to at tight end? You asked there, Pat. Evan Ingram <laughs> is indeed gone. Uh, mm-hmm. Kyle Rudolph came over. Uh, Ricky Seals Jones, Mister RSJ, came over, mm, and nice Jordan guy. Aikens from the Texans came over, and they drafted a tight end in the fourth round. Pretty high pick right there. So mm. yes, Jared. Over under for these Giants seven games. Eh, Giants suck. <laughs> under is what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. I hate your face. I think <laughs> I'm the only one who's going to go with the over. I'm going to go with the magic, and I'm going to go with what P was sort of touching on was that oh. I didn't believe in Joe Judge from the beginning. The whole fucking cursing and yelling and being all fucking like from the fifties and shit. Like I was like, nah, dude. Like these players ain't going to put up with that shit. And and I think a lot of them getting injured and shit. I think a lot of them was just them checking out and be like, man, fuck this guy, fuck this staff, give me my money, you know, whatever. And uh, so new coaching staff, I'm optimistic. I'm going to give them over on that one. Put it on the board there. Oh, the Denver, bro. Oh, never mind. Wrong one. Ah. Yeah. I, could, I guess I could see them being a surprise. Yeah, I, I understand. I'll still go under, but not, that's kind of get you. You just strongly uh, said got- that they sucked. He just kind of reminded me how much Joe Judge sucked. Now I'm like, okay. <laughs> And maybe there's something. Maybe he just totally fucked them up. And maybe they stay healthy, and maybe it's a surprise. But I'm still maybe they care. <laughs> Pat, let's go to your Cowboys here. The over under is ten and a half. That means uh, over puts you at eleven games in the season. Eleven W's. You think they can make over on that ten and a half? Wow. Oh man. I- I'm gonna say reluctantly over. I don't know why I'm saying this, but I think this division is so bad. Um, I don't think any of these teams got really any better. We'll talk about the Eagles, I guess. Um, That's the one big question I have that could really mess up this prediction. We'll talk about these boys, too. Yes, so we're we're getting to both of these uh, hot topics here, as Wendy Williams would say, but... um, Man, yeah, I, I'm going to reluctantly say over. We're going to get just 11 wins. I think we were 11. We had we had 11 wins last year, right? We were 11 and 7, I believe, or 11 and 6. Yeah, uh, I think that's right. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not sure. Were, that whole division was rough. So I, yeah, I was. I no, but yeah, 11 sounds. Yeah, it was I think, there. I think 10, it was. 12, I mean, I'm right. Yeah. Like, if I could push, uh, did you say it was 10 or 10 and a half? 10 and, it's 10 and a half. 10 and a half. 10 and a half. Yeah, so they just got to get 11 or they're going yeah, 10. I'm going 11. This this division sucks. We have to do it. If not, fucking McCarthy's out on his ass. Jared, you in on that? Over? Uh, I'm going to go under. Okay. Pete? No, yeah, this this division plays the NFC North, so, I mean, there's probably at least four losses right there for all, yeah. all of them. <laughs> <laughs> it, didn't my, it didn't know my schedule. <laughs> Pete? Uh, I'm gonna, yeah, I think it's 10 and a half is really tough. I feel like either the Eagles or the Cowboys will win 11 games. Mm, I'll, uh, I'll pick the stability of the Cowboys over the newness of the Eagles to, uh, to just edge out that, that 11th win. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to go under on this one just because I do believe in these Eagles, which we'll touch on next here. So these Eagles over under eight and a half. I go over already on that eight and a half for the Eagles. P-Man, the Eagles, do you see them going over eight and a half? We're yeah, here yeah. I like them for nine or ten wins. A uh, little, little half a bump to a bump up from what they did last year due to uh, some nice free agent signings and the A.J. Brown trade. Yeah, Pat. Is hurt so good? Ah, mm. you've never heard that headline. Yes, um, yes. 
is he is he so good or is he not so good? If if so, the statistics last year would tell you that adding AJ Brown. Oh, I'm guessing we're getting into the more of the Eagle stuff later. But as far as over under, I think it, to me it depends on Hertz and uh, him alone whether he takes that leap or not. I'm gonna guess not under. There it is, Jared. You believe under. Oh, all right. Well, let's get into it then. Let's get into these cowboys next, Pat. I don't want to be a cowboy. <laughs> I don't want to be a cowboy. Oh. The episode was on last night. Yes. <laughs> well, awesome. as far as coaching changes, no changes. In fact, some people say those were some of the best offseason moves the Cowboys made were keeping their defensive coordinator, offensive coordinator. Uh, so, yeah, I think everybody here probably agrees. Best to keep those guys. Who else are you going to get, right? So, uh, yeah. at quarterback, you have Dak. He's back. Same guy. Running back, Zeke, Tony Pollard. Same guys. They didn't draft anybody in anywhere in there. Uh, same guys. Wide receiver. Uh, so, I'm not even touching on those just yet. You know, wide receiver, Amari is now gone. Everybody knows went to the Browns, said Wilson is now gone. Went to the Dolphins. So, now we're left with CeeDee Lamb and Gallup. Uh, they actually signed James Washington over from the Steelers. And they signed a rookie in the third round, Jalen Tolbert out of South Alabama, which many people are very uh, uh, are starting to warm up on. And, of course, the tight end, Mr. Titan Schultz. So, Pat, tell me, what are the things that you think could be different, at least in this offense, that maybe didn't occur last year? Number one for me would be who takes the lead at RB1. Um, are they going to, you know, because they have so much money committed and, you know, sweat equity, equity with uh, Zeke, you know, do they try to ride him and put him off as the RB1 or do they finally let Pollard uh, take them, you know, is it a 60 40 split, 50 50? So, as soon as we get that answer, I think, um, we, you know, who, you know, the value is going to be there in redraft. Um, is CD going to break through? Um, last year, I mean, I owned him. He was, you know, had some good games, but would disappear in some games when you needed him. Is oh, he going to yeah. be more consistent? Well, did he disappear or did Dak disappear? Or was it like it's like the egg and the chicken, Jared? Yeah. Can you help me? Like, what was it? Was it Dak or was it CD? Uh, what? Is it kind of both? I mean, wasn't it? And One then guy Omari, doesn't get open. And then, so. and then Omari shows up. Like, you know, so I don't know. I think Omari leaving is uh, going to force more targets uh, to CD. Lambs, what? Yeah. Yeah. I would say so CD wide receiver one redraft, Pat. Low end, I would say you're you're drafting him for potential. You know, yeah, yeah, it's scary. Like I really want to, man. Like, and every time he comes up, and I'm like, yeah, I want to, but like, there's something nagging at me. Like, mm -hmm. you know, it's been two years, and it it just hasn't exploded. I mean, he's got all the physical tools. It seems like um, I just don't know what's not totally clicking last year like i said i think a lot of it was amari so with with him gone i think that's that was another reason to get rid of him besides the financial situation well, did i read somewhere recently i think word on the street was that zeke actually did play with an injury most of last season uh, i thought maybe like 75 percent of the season he was injured probably so i, I mean, think that, i just read uh, yeah. that somewhere uh, which may have affected you know that overall offense and him running the ball well enough too for sure. I mean, that's they're, they're such a Jekyll and Hyde team. One one that's game true, they're showing, true. you know, they're scoring 55 points, and then the next game they're scoring 19, you know, against the Chiefs or some shit like that. Um, this is an offense where, you know, that's just going to happen, and you have to, you know, especially we know Dak, you know, and Trey has talked about that a lot last year where he was really, you know, early on, Dak's more of a low-end number one rather than a top-five guy. He's more in the 10 to 12 range, you know, rather than... But he than, still finished pretty... Well, he still finished. Yeah, I think he finished in 10th. Right. At, at, at like least that, when he played, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, How many games did he miss last year? Hmm. Uh, about maybe four or five? And that was like in the middle of the year, right? Yeah. Maybe less than that. But, yeah, it, there's... Uh, you know, as far as trusting people on this offense, it's it's a lot of 
this whole you know division is a lot of you know we'll see prove it to me kind of offense. He only yeah, missed yeah. one game last year, sir. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I would yeah. seem like he missed more. I guess. Sure. Well, no, yeah, I mean, he, but... he maybe just show up some other games. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <sure. laughs> let me ask. Let me and, ask. And, P- go ahead, Jared. I was just saying, when are they expecting Gallup back? I thought I heard something where he might not be completely good to go. Like, wasn't Jerry being pessimistic about him earlier this week? Uh, it isn't on my schedule. <laughs> uh, that wasn't on my schedule. So I didn't hear that one, Jared. I didn't, you didn't hear that. Uh, no, yeah, no. I thought I heard him. As far as, heard, as, far as I know, say. he should be good to go. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Should be all. Um, I yeah, do yeah, have go a ahead, fantasy Jake. question here. My fantasy rankings here for P-Man here is uh, Mr. Uh, Touchdown tight end Schultz here. Is he a top five tight end for you on redraft this year? Mm, I, mm, wow, I, I, I do like him a lot. Definitely showed out last year. was one of the few consistent parts of that Cowboys offense. Mm-hmm. I was able to pick him up off the waiver wire and ride him as that like tight end six through seven, you know. Not not a top end, but definitely a startable tight end. I like consistent. the fact that he's got – yeah, he's he doesn't have to rely on touchdowns. He actually can get four to six uh, catches a game and, you know, get you 60, even maybe 100, 100 yards every now and then. But – uh I'm going to say I'd like him as my sixth tight end. So it's not going to be the top yeah. five, but Almost uh, there. just, but, but yeah, the next, the next guy, he's basically right there with Hawkinson probably in that, uh, just right behind Pitts, uh, right, right outside the top five. Leap that Jared? ball if you're so great. Yo, you agree with that? You good? Uh, what was he saying about <laughs> about five or six? Yeah, about you five are, or six. Yeah, just yeah. blowing pee off, huh? No, yeah, no. I was looking <laughs> at something else. I'm sorry. I was, uh, I was thinking because uh, I was looking at a draft. Uh, Is your cable uh, guy there too? No, yes. No, Zeke's <laughs> been going later than Barkley, and I was just about to ask uh, P who would, who would you take, Zeke or Barkley? Mm, wow, that's a good question. Uh, I'd probably go Zeke and uh, standard. Yeah, I go Zeke. I would go uh, Zeke. B three. Yeah, yeah. I'd probably go him either way because I just like his. I think his floors a little bit higher. You're likely to get at least get that RB two floor out of Zeke, whereas Barkley, between the injuries and the uh, the shit show of the the New York Giants, I don't I don't trust too much out of that. Uh, definitely, I like the ceiling of Barkley. He he could be back in our top ten, but. I just don't trust it. I'll tell you, Pat, this yeah. race is looking good. Whereas I don't I don't see Zeke with another top ten season in his career. I think nice. he's uh he's gonna be an RB two from here on out. I mean, if both stay at their current ADP, I mean they probably won't, but say they're both in the third round, I'm probably gonna go Barkley. Yeah, go for that upside. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and Pollard, I think you're just gonna have a little too much more Pollard this year and I just saw. I th- I think. But you said you Dable. Up, he don't like to run with running back. Well, but I also mm. said that Barkley likes likes to catch ten balls yeah, though that's too. True. <laughs> that's true. True. So mm. and that and that's why you know one catch is worth more than double one run or whatever. So the standard Zeke half pe- half point PPR. We like Saquon. I think so. Yeah. Now that I think about it, you could be holding the bad bag with Zeke this year. Where, like Pat said, you know, mm-hmm. all of a sudden you drafted Zeke in the third round, and then freaking yeah. week two, Tony Pollard's getting sixty percent of the work. You know, and mm-hmm. you've got a you got a goal line guy, and that's it. So I'd I be scared this of that could scenario. Be the year. A lot yeah. of questions. Yeah. It should be the year, Jared. Plus, he's so ugly. Like, I, I yeah, just, whatever. And, and that right. contract <laughs> is ugly, man. That 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 freaking. Payment that Jerry's having to pay him every week—that's got to oh be real gosh. tough. <laughs> it was terrible. It was just terrible. I'll never get over it as long as I live. Well, <laughs> last quick one that I want to throw out there for Peaks. I know that you also uh, were paying attention to this draft and some of these rookies coming out. Uh, you were doing some uh, a little bit of scouting as well, Mr. Jalen Tolbert, the uh, rookie wide receiver out of South Alabama. Right now, we're in yes, May. Uh, compare him. I'm not saying compare, but excuse me. Pick which one you'd rather have or which one you think you'd rather have at the draft and Labor Day weekend, three months from now, between Gallup or Jalen Tolbert. Uh, who do you think mm. is going to be getting drafted higher at that point? Man. So you're a freshman, right? 
Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's tough to really look into that crystal ball and see what Gallup's injury reports are going to look like. But mm-hmm. if I had to, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess that. Gallup's going to be on that Chris Godwin train to where, you know, maybe like Jamison Williams even to where maybe he's good to go for week one. Probably not. Maybe you're going to be looking at one or two to three weeks on the sideline and then you might have some ramping up period. If that's the case and say Tolbert is running with the ones and twos in preseason, I'm, I'm taking Tolbert, man. I'm, I'm, I'm going to basically call it that Gallup's not going to be ready and Tolbert's going to show out. And he's going to be a hot name in August. Getting all the reps. Well, Gasmo beats him, right? How? Because I just don't like James Washington either. I think James Washington's no, just no. like a weird yeah. running back yeah. that they asked to play receiver, and he can't really do anything besides run straight. So I think this Tolbert guy's got a, every chance in the world to try and make it happen on one of the better offenses. Jay, to me, Gallup's a, go, a get your guy if the if the medical Ooh. stuff is all good. Because I think teams are going to zero in on CD, and Gallup's going to play that second fiddle role you know to where maybe teams forget about him don't know his name he's not a household name mm, then all of a sudden there you go all of a sudden he's got Fair. nine receptions for you know 101 and a touch G-Y-G. i've got a question for cowboys fan cowboys fan himself mr pat is mm-hmm. this going to be a more run heavy offense this year or are we going to stick to that kellen moore sling Fuck it no. till- yeah it's the tiger has shown his stripes and yeah. uh, that's yeah it's going to continue 40 plus it's going to continue to walk like a duck and all those things you know <laughs> yeah yeah, See, yeah and, and think, if that's also the case that that means zeke is getting about 12 to 14 carries and that's not going to get him anywhere near mm-hmm. return on value you're to me you're going to get about what you got out of zeke last year Oh, peg leg version? That was tough. Yeah, I think you're about going to get that. And if you're smart, if you're Kellen Moore, if, I don't know. And it's like, are you listening to Steven? Are you listening to the higher up saying, hey, we played Zeke. Zeke's our guy. Feed Zeke. Or if you're, you know, looking at the tape and can tell Tony Pollard is, is banging him off better and he just has better burst, you're going to start to switch the carries. You should, at least, in yeah. theory. Well, they're still a pass-heavy con- offense. I like that, Tolbert. I think that could be a, a, a end-of-the-round wide receiver five that could really turn out. Yeah. So the end of March, uh, Jerry Jones hinted that Gallup isn't a lock, at, lock to be available for week one action. Oh, yeah, I think that's what I heard as well. Well, the, uh, I changed Dallas morning news. I said, as long as that medicals, you know. Ouchtown population, you, bro. He's got to be out of Ouchtown. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're basically predicting weather in August right now. It's kind of tough. You know? <laughs> it will be hot. It will be, and it won't rain. Hmm. Yes, uh, every time. Every time I always have a flashback to that time I met up with that weatherman who told me it was going to rain. That fucking with a big ass <laughs> grin on his face. For real, <laughs> motherfucker, it's so silly. He had the biggest grin on his face when he told me. He said yes. I guarantee it. Like, like, <laughs> like, with me knowing he was the weatherman for the television station, like, that was like him letting me know, like, look, buddy, you could put it in the bank, go to Vegas. It's going to rain was it, tonight. Was it really the, uh, the guy with the beard from the men's warehouse? You know, you're gonna well, like the way you look. He, he guarantees it. Oh, man. <laughs> it didn't even rain that night, that dumb motherfucker. <laughs> Can you Let's go to these Eagles. It? <laughs> Eagles have no coaching changes. Oh, let me They're let me do my with, Eagles drop here, Jay. Oh, oh you got some? Yeah, give I got some here. Eagles. The Reesmans making an appearance. Yeah, that was the whole Reesman family, if I'm correct. That was everybody. Yep. No coaching changes here. Nick Sirianni in year two, and I will be one of the first here of the GYG crew. I did not have too much faith in this guy in year one going in. He just he seemed a little bit clownish to me, but uh, things seemed to work well enough where enough guys bought in. Uh, they had a good showing last season, and so uh, uh, that's why there's optimism for the uptick. Uh, but uh, not just because of what they had, but they added a few guys. So first we'll get to the quarterbacks. That's still Jalen Hurts in there. Uh, they didn't really draft anybody. They did bring in enough undrafted free agent rookie, you know, really just another arm in camp. 
uh, at running back, they didn't really draft any rookies either. Another undrafted free agent. So they're running with still Sanders, uh, Boston and Gainwell. Uh, but everybody knows now they did trade A.J. Brown. Uh, they've already got Devonta Smith in year two. Uh, and then back there in the back, they've got Mr. Rager, Mr. Quez uh, still lingering in Dallas. So Rager's uh, going to be gone. You think so? So, yes, of these wide yeah. receivers at least, though, uh, try to rank at least well, how we're viewing A.J. Brown now and Devonta Smith. Can they both be top-tier wide receivers in this offense that seems to focus on the run, Jared? Lady, no, I don't think it. so. No, I mean, I would, I would probably have AJ down in the in the low wide receiver ones, high receiver twos now, and then I'd probably have. Uh, well, where did you have him before? Mid, mid first mid. round, and so now you just drop him like a couple of slots. No, mid wide receiver one, yeah. So probably like around five or six, and now he's probably down to eleven to fourteen. Okay, okay yeah, that helps. Yeah. yeah, I'll concur with that. That's a it's a it's a, it's a high end wide receiver too for AJ and a uh, a flex option for Devontae at this point. I think Devontae yeah. is going to have some big games, like but it's going to be Deshaun Jackson type. He's going to be the deep threat now. Mm-hmm. Ladies, check your standards at the door. To Devontae, yeah, Smith. yeah. So I was going to say I, I would have Smith and uh, as a wide receiver three, uh, high end wide receiver three, but a three nonetheless. Around yeah, yeah. the um, like the Adam Thielen type of range, Tyler Lockett, you know, with those guys. Well, Adam Thielen uh, put up pretty good numbers actually when he was playing his when he was healthy playing every game. He averaged he was I think top fifteen probably every week. He was getting those touchdowns. Yeah, no, he, yeah, very touchdown dependent. You know, everyone's kind of just assuming he's going to come down to the mean. I'm just saying, let's give mean. Devonta Smith a different comp, at least, though. We don't expect him to be getting touchdowns every week, right? Uh, like that. Yeah. Okay. Bobby Woods. Claypool. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, Clay- yeah, yeah. Ooh, man. Yeah. Hit some Actually, weeks. Woods might be one. too high. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't, I don't. He's a wide receiver three, Jason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I see, I see a young, a young guy trying to break through with an iffy quarterback. You know, it's gonna be it's gonna be a challenge, but he's got a bunch of talent. Give me a name. Give me a name. Actually, yeah, I might have just named some too, so <laughs> Yeah. Well they did go ahead. I was Pat. gonna chime in, Jay, on this one. Yeah, yeah. It just yeah, it's just the down the field numbers for Hertz. Those those have to make you know, they're horrible last year. I think he was one of the worst at getting it down the field to his wide receivers. So now you trade for AJ um that, you know, needs the ball and maybe they're, you know, thinking they're going to get him on some short stuff or across the field stuff, but... Uh, he does those well. I do have to say, right before we came on today, I did watch just like a two-little highlight reel of drops by his receivers, if mm-hmm. that's a thing. Okay. Highlight reel of drops. So, Ones that really hurt him? Yes. Ooh, yeah. I got that. <laughs> uh, see what he did there? Damn. I don't have a, yeah. I don't have a rim shot here. I need, I need a rim shot Philly. on him. Yeah. Uh, is he hurt so good? Please, is he going to be so good? Please hammer, don't hurt him. There you go. <laughs> I don't know, Jay. I, I just th- this is the biggest question mark team to me out of all these teams. Um, because and, I think and your hurt, heart is somewhat tangled in it as well. I am too because yes. I, you know, they're the most they're my most hated team. Sorry, Gab, but most, <laughs> yeah, you know for what? sure. I gotta say, I hate them too, and I don't even <laughs> like in that division. I can't, I can't stand them, motherfuckers. They're like, they're like the team I hate the most that I have nothing to do with. Jared, I, I'm with you, Pat. Jared, thank you. Catch short reviews, Damn. reviews later this week. Jared. I remember you rooting for those Eagles during that Eagles Patriots Super Bowl when they had T.O., buddy. That oh, one, maybe just too. that one game. I might have done that, that one game. <laughs> I, I love T.O. <laughs> yes. It was a fun year with T.O. Yeah, that year. Yes, the Eagles, it right? was. <laughs> Jay, these these running backs, I'm, I'm not a Miles Sanders guy. I, I don't know yeah. what to make out of it. Boston Scott, I mean. I'm not any of these running backs. Yeah. Anybody, any of these running backs? Yeah. It seems like it should be Gainwell's time to maybe get a chance, but beyond uh, the beginning of the year, he didn't even get a look last year, and they just keep giving Boston Scott one-year deals. I don't understand it. Uh, Sanders has pretty much proven who he is at this point. You know, he's the 
the guy who never was, you know, the ball, but they never yep. gave it in my handoff in the fucking five yard line. Like, dude, if he had just a couple of handoffs in the on the goal line, like his, it was so vexing. Yeah, um, yeah it's not a compliment. Who's to say they won't just? They're gonna sign Jordan Howard again. You know, it's just stupid shit like that that really just throws everything into a fucking no. Yeah, I can't. Total. No, you can't trust any of them running backs. Right? I like that undrafted Sorry. free agent Kennedy Brooks out of Oklahoma. You know, mm. just somebody to ah. kind of listen for in training uh, camp. The guy that yeah. can never bench. Yeah, <laughs> can't stay healthy. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Uh, but yeah, no. If I if I had to put one, I would maybe take Gainwell as like a, an end of the end of the draft kind of you know bench stash just to see what happens because with with Hertz having the Konami code, you know, and and Sanders kind of proving that he's not exactly you know one that's going to get that big long term extension. I think they might give Gainwell the reins. We'll see. Well, let me throw one guy out there, at least for fantasy purposes, we didn't touch on, which is uh, Mr. Dallas uh, mm-hmm. Goddard coming back uh, for tight end. I, I do like him as sort of a top seven, top eight tight end, which is not really saying things if you're in a 10-man league, I guess. But at least he's not bottom of the barrel. Just if he's still lingering there and you punt on tight end and you're in a 10-person league, then uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Dallas Goddard's always g- great pickup for sure, I think, for this year. Yeah, he's yeah, probably he, like in between like Hawkinson and Schultz in there. Yeah, in that area. I agree. Ooh, good I, praise. I got him yeah. just just I got him just below Schultz. I think that the target consistency of Schultz is getting is a little bit more. You can hang your hat on, but no, if if got if if AJ and Devonte and Goddard are all fantasy options, I'll be surprised because I don't mean Jalen Hurts has made a real step forward. So we'll see how that works Ooh, out. Top four QB. Thing. Yep. I mean, but like after Ertz was gone last year, he was pretty fucking consistent, man. Actually, he was yeah. kind of consistent all year. Oh yeah, yeah. He was a, it, every they, daily fantasy, well, every week he was top notch. Yeah. yeah, but I feel like like AJ is going to take a big portion. Like I feel like Goddard was almost yeah, the go-to true. guy after no, yeah, you know after Ertz was gone, there. and now that AJ's there, Goddard maybe is the second or even third option. So we'll we'll go back to that, you know guy that we all expected to eventually break out one day. So where should Hurts go in redrafts? I like Hurts just outside my top five. I'm going to take him as my sixth or eight quarterback. You know, that that rushing upside Mm -hmm. right around the Russell Wilson types, you know. What's the percentage that Minshew is inserted at some point? Barring no no injury. No. It's it's 0%. It seems like they're really... They're giving Hurts a real chance, and I think they're going to yeah. stick with them. I okay. don't say zero, but I'll, I'll put it at like in between five and eight percent. You know, they're, but beyond injury, I don't think that Hurts is going to suck enough to where they'll just completely abandon ship. Gotcha. But that's not to say that. I mean, I now if you want to talk about him being their quarterback next year, that's a totally oh. different percentage. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. Yeah. I don't know those camp. Yeah, yeah. But we get just some camp footage, you know, her, uh, Minshew and, and A.J. Brown. Oh, that connection looks really yeah. good. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> oh, Jalen Hurts, those first three games didn't look very good. Here comes Minshew, you know, so I don't know. See, that, that's a small percentage, I agree. Actually, I, last night he went around one, two, three, four, five, six. I seven, think Hurts can look eight. bad, but sometimes can move the chains when need be and somehow seems to keep himself above the water. Yeah. Fantasy, I like P's assessment. Yeah, just outside the top five, probably that six quarterback right there. Yep, yep. Now, now that I'm looking at it, I mean, you've got Mahomes in front of him, Allen in front of him, Herbert, uh, Murray, Burrow. Jackson. I don't have I don't have Murray and Burrow in front of him, but uh, no. but, but I do have Lamar and Watson in front of him though. There was also Ooh. Brady and Wilson in front of him. Oh, not for me. No, no, no. Yeah, nope. I don't think yeah. so. Yeah. I might do Brady Wilson? in front of him if, like, yeah. if I do, like, some, like, you know, like a Fields or Lawrence type as my backup with something with, you know, high upside. Do y'all like Wilson in the, in the, in Denver or would you take Hurts? See, that's the thing. I was well. I, I kind of do like Wilson and in, in I just like Hurts rushing. I mean, these are. No, yeah, that's why I got Watts. Yeah. That's why I got yeah. Watson and Lamar in the top five. Yeah. They're right by I, each other. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, that would be I mean, 
pretty pretty close. I might, I might go Hurts with that rush. I mean, Hurts was he did me so good in fucking daily last. last <laughs> oh year. yeah, you know he yeah. did. Oh yeah, he did. The, the, the more I think about it, I like Jay's call of Hurts over Murray. I wouldn't have thought of that beforehand, but now that I think about it, all that's going on with fucking Arizona, man, that place is. Oh yeah. Dude. I don't know about Shit over Joe. Burrow though. <laughs> over Burrow? No, yeah, that one. That one's tough for me. Yeah, only Burrow because of fantasy. Like yeah, fantasy, I want the rushing. No, yeah. I, I, I understand, yeah. but like depends Burrow on your league. Two also. rounds of round two rounds earlier. Yeah, that's that's an interesting one. Yeah, that 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 playoff success, man. It happens all the time that guys go off in the playoffs and people act like that matters for fantasy. Sometimes I don't know. We'll mm-hmm. see. Well, Jalen Hurts averaged more per game than Burrow, so I'm going Hurts. Mm-hmm. 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 Do high scores that bad? Word to your mother. <laughs> I think that's it, guys, for the NFC East. Who are we looking at next week? You tell us, Jay. AFC North. Oh, nice. Mm, we got the, the Bengals. That's a fun one. Joe Burrows, Joe Burrows, them Ravens, them Steelers with some quarterback issues. My my rookie quarterback, in-depth analysis. Deshaun Watson and the Browns. Yeah, I need to know what's up with that, man. I want to hear about suspension or no suspension. I hate it when the shit's just (laughs) looming over like a dark cloud. I don't even have him on my team, but still. I I couldn't even give any analysis on him because I don't know. You know, it's completely... (laughs) New team, suspension, no suspension. There's just too much going on there. We have to assume he's going to play because if he's not going to play, who, who, you know, who is his backup? Hey, Baker. We'll oh, get into his beef. backup next week. Though, we'll get into so. it beef next brisket. week. And that, that brisket's old and dry. Hasn't been seen <laughs> <Yeah>. correctly. <laughs> folks, folks. Thank you, GYG listeners. Here. Subscribe to the Instagram, GYG Instagram. Yeah, hopefully we'll have some pictures up there. We need trade just to snap photos downtown of uh, yeah. people wearing jerseys, people wearing yeah, any kind of memorabilia. Some some mm-hmm. Logan with some GYG gear on. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. We need. We have jerseys. <laughs> They're coming. <laughs> They're in the merch. Oh, on the merch table. Four. Right, well, I appreciate it. Let's get out. All right, for Jason Dominguez, for Price Gross, and for Jared Short, I'm producer Pat. Thank you, folks. See you next week for that NFC North. I got to tell you something. That's amazing. Thank you, Rome. Yeah. You're the best.